everyone. I'm Kennedy. And I'm Tara. We are Mamas with Trauma and Unpopular Opinions. We would like to provide a trigger warning as there will be mentions of trauma in many forms. We are not licensed therapists and cannot provide professional advice. However, we can relate and provide our own personal experiences and lessons that we have learned along the way. Well, hi, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to our podcast. Um, This week, I'm flying solo. Uh, Kennedy has had a busy week, and so have I. And tonight, she is having a very special date night with her partner. Well-deserved, well-needed. So um, I decided to take this one upon myself. And I'm very excited to do this one because we have... A special guest again, which is my sister. Um, for those of you who didn't listen to the previous episode that she was on about trauma and motherhood. Anywho, we have her on this week to talk about her surrogacy journey. And before we get into that, I'll just introduce her, introduce her, sorry, for those who don't know her. Um, so my sister's name is Renee Peltier. She is, wait, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> 28. Okay, 28. I was say 27. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, she's 28. I had, to, I had to like calculate how old I was in my head and I'm like, right a minus three. <laughs> so yeah, she's 28 years old. Um, she's married. She's living in Nakawick and she's currently 20 weeks pregnant in her journey. She also works from home. She has a daughter of eight and then she also has two bonus sons who are nine and seven, nine and eight. Nine and seven. Woo. I got that right. <laughs> and I think those are all the facts. So welcome, Renee. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Well, thank you for joining me because it's just me. Yeah, welcome back on. Thank you for doing this. I'm excited and thankful for you to share it with all of our listeners. But I think this will be important because there may be some people out there who are considering using a surrogate or maybe wanting to be a surrogate themselves or just curious about it. So, Yeah, I also think it's important too um, because there's going to be people maybe that you know that are being a surrogate and a lot of people don't know how to even ask questions or talk about it or, you know, they don't know what to say to them. That's true because... It can be a really awkward topic when it's like it's not uh, it's not going to be your baby. So it's like some people may not know how to like treat it. I guess. Yeah, yeah they're like congratulations. Are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, really. Yeah, because that's another thing is. I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself, but like, have you had a lot of people coming up to you being like, "Oh my god, congratulations! What are you having?" And then you have to like right away be like, "Oh, it's not mine." Like, how do you address that? Well, it's a small town, so everybody knows, <laughs> but um, nobody actually talks to me about it. They talk to my husband, which is odd, and this is a big reason why I want to speak about it, because, mm. like I said, people are, they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime they ask anything, or how am I doing, or anything about it at all, yeah, they ask Matt when he's alone. Mm. Do you, like... When you're out in other places besides your town, like, do you have people coming up to you or saying anything about your belly or whatever? And, like, or has that happened yet? Not about my belly, but, like, um, people on Facebook would be like, congratulations. And that's and like, better. Mm-hmm. Or they're just like, wow, you're, you're doing something so good. All right. So I guess we'll just start 
like what even made you want to do this? Like why? What's what's in it for you, I guess? I never wanted to have kids. And I think you know that. Everybody know like all the family all knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ava was a wonderful, happy accident. She changed my life, changed my world for the better. But I knew after her, like, I did not want to do it again. Um, not because she was horrible, but just <laughs> I knew one and done. It was, it was, mm. she was colic. It was, it was just hard. Wonderful experience, but I just didn't want to do it again. It's like going to Vegas. <laughs> Wonderful experience. <laughs> don't want to go back. <laughs> one and done. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like when she was a year or two, I started looking into it. Just what is it? What types are there? How they do it? Just curious things that keeps you up at night, those random questions. Mm. And then as I started reading, it was just like, so like, wow, this is amazing. Or you end up starting to hear all these stories because you're coming out of this age where everybody's having kids. Mm-hmm. And then you start to hear so many struggles. Right. Um, just women like, like, oh, I wish I had a kid. This is what happened. We're trying this long. Right. And it was just like, man, I had Ava and it was like, like happened right away. Crazy yeah. accident. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm so beneficial. Like I was young when I had Ava. And so it just felt like not even like a body of a waste, but it just was like, oh, like my body still works awesome. I didn't, mm. you know, I liked being pregnant. Um, the birth was brutal, but like, that's so cool to be able to give something to somebody that, you know, mm-hmm. using your own body. How powerful is that? Mm-hmm. I really, really just admired the people that could do it. And start watching like movies and shows. I was always so fascinated by it. But I mean, a lot of people think about it and doing it, it's two different things. hundred um, percent. Especially because you're so worried about the judgment that's going to come around you. Yeah, it was like a year or two whenever it was. And I knew I wanted to do it. But I just had to wait for the right relationship. Um, that's fair. And especially the right age where you can actually explain it to your kids. Yeah, that was my next question is like how how has Matt and Ava felt about it or how have they like Yeah, so Ava always su- doesn't seem well, she always just surprises me even though I like shouldn't be surprised like how smart she is, but Yeah. When I did at first she was like sad cuz you know, she thought there was going to be another baby in her life and it's <laughs> like no, my mommy's one baby. But I explained the whole process to her like I would to an adult. And mm. you know, and Matt was like there's no way she's going to understand that. And um, all of a sudden, Hudson and Lincoln come, and I was like, gave a little quick thing about it, and uh, they're like, I don't understand. Ava just completely said it, explained it in a way of a that they could actually comprehend in a simpler like the way, way. I was gonna say, like, did she explain it the way you did, or the way that she comprehended no. it? Okay, the way that she did, and that's when I was like, wow, she understands, oh. and she's been so proud that everybody she's encountered i brought her to the hospital to see the baby once and she was in the waiting room when i was just getting blood work and all of a sudden i come out and this old woman was like oh your daughter told me that you're being a surrogate that's so wonderful she's so proud of you oh (laughs) she's so emotionally intelligent it amazes me Right, and she tells everybody she sees, she's, like, so proud of it. She's like, my mommy's creating um, a baby for someone that can't have one. How amazing. Like, I remember when she, I think she came over or something, she was like, so, Titi, like, mommy's having a baby, but, like, it's not going to be her baby. It's not going to be ours to keep. It's going to be for someone else who can't have, like, she, it was so cute. And I was like, yeah, I know. But I was like, I just let her, like, do her thing, like, explain it. And I was like, 
She was like, isn't that so precious? She's so smart. And by the way, to anybody listening to this, like, when you are trying to explain to your kids, they're smarter than you give credit for. Mm -hmm. Make as simple as you can. Make it real. Be honest. What I said, because, like, if you don't want to have the birds and the bees talk, you take the mom part of a DNA inside, and you take a dad part of the DNA inside, and you put it together, and then you shove it in, and you put a needle (laughs) through the belly. That's how I explained it. (laughs) That's how she, I think that's how she said it to me. She was like, um, it's not going to be mom's DNA. It's yeah. going to be someone else's DNA. Like It was so cute how she said it. I was like, yeah, like it, the fact that she understood that, I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You definitely have to think of the DNA being a factor. So try and have a... They understand yeah. that it's not yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt was always super supportive. He was, as soon as I told him, like... He was just like, that's amazing. Like, why are you thinking about it? Are you going to regret it? Like, questioning, you know, are you going to be excited about it? How are you going to feel about it? What if this happens? What if that happens? All those big talks. And as soon as we got the way, and he was like, it's not like I'm ever going to say no. This is your body. This is your life. I just, I'm just happy. I'm going to be able to here to support you. And I mean, still every morning, how are you? How's the baby doing? Every morning. Oh, that's like. <laughs> Probably an important factor in being a surrogate is having, especially if you have a partner, um, that they're supportive. Because if it's not, it's the most I mean, important thing. It, like, it has to be. Because if they, they don't have your back and if it, you're alone in it, like it's hard to be feeling alone when you're in doing like your own pregnancy and your own baby. I can't imagine like doing it, the process for somebody yeah. else and then like because you're already kind of alone being a surrogate because nobody's really excited for you because it's not going to benefit anybody else in any way besides the person you're helping. That's a good way of putting it. Like your family members are like, oh, yeah, they don't, they don't care. <laughs> they don't ask how you are. They don't like. They're not excited. Yeah. Um. So if your partner is w- excited with you, that I mean, like, they're literally the other half of the equation that's helping you do all this because right. a lot of times they're there for the appointments. They're the ones running to the store to get you food or grocery, you know, or helping you if you're sore or making sure you're okay and making sure you're not doing what you're not supposed to be doing or looking after yeah. the kids so you can rest, right? They're the other half that makes it work. And the one thing too is make sure you do have a partner that is not conservative. That's not going to work. He That's goes into what? town being conservative. Oh, like, like a bigot? When, you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because when he goes into town and he gets offended by this, like no one says anything to me or if they do, it's a very, it's very judgmental. Um, but when they talk to him, as soon as they see Matt, you are such a good man for allowing your wife to do this. Oh yeah. He gets it all the time and he gets so upset and he comes home and he's like, I can't believe this woman just said that. Like a woman. You know, said I, that? Yeah. A woman. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? People are saying that no. in your, in your, in your town that you live yeah. in. Like, oh, that's yeah. so gross. He gets that all the time. It's like, you're such a good man for allowing her to do this. And he comes home and he's like so angry all the time. Cause he's like, what I own you and I control your body. Aren't we supposed to be fighting these rights? And I'm just like, yes. That's still <laughs> the world we live in, I guess. In some yeah. ways, is that you always see that. people's bigotry when it comes to things they don't understand. Hundred percent. Like they think that ugh, I just don't understand. <laughs> I know, and it makes me so mad. I'm like, and I get like, why are you doing that? I wouldn't be able to do it. Wow, you're strong for doing it. I would never do that. And then he gets like, you're such a good man for allowing that. Oh, I'm so sorry you have to deal with that because that just like it would just piss me off. Like I, for one, I I wouldn't give a fuck what anyone would think, but like it does suck just to like 
walk into your your town or walk around town and like know that people are thinking that about you. It's like you would want to have like support, not the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or it's what always about, like um sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say even like within the family, it was like that um, was literally my next goal. I was just gonna say, like if you want to talk about any lack of support or so su- like good support you've had in your family. Well yeah. our family. <laughs> yeah. The biggest support you know within the family is Matt's mom. And oh, thanks. Oh, I was going to say. Hold your hell, wait for me to talk. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Nope. Just one. No, that was it. Just one person. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No. That's mom and you. Like, you've always, like, asked me things. And you're always, like, excited like I am about it. And you're always asking questions, which I love. And Matt's mom's the same way. Or, like, she's so funny because if Matt does something, it's like, you're so stupid. Well, and then goes, well, Renee wanted to do it. Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> it's fine. Then it's cool. It's fine. Okay, as for if but, they wanted yeah, to, but okay, yeah, that's fine. Or he's like, I said something like, "Oh, she had a silly crib. Don't you dare make fun of her. You go get whatever she needs and make sure she does nothing. And you're making sure you're cleaning, cooking, take care of the kids." Like Aww. she's like. Yeah, so she's well, yeah. It's good because excited and she's not even like she's Matt's mom, you know. Like that's yeah, nothing to do with me, you know. Yeah. Um, like I mean, and, she's but, your your mother in law. Yeah, but, like, but I still, mean, like yeah, it's but it's always worried, asking me how I am, if everything's okay, if I just like it's like if I pee wrong, she's worried, you know. <laughs> like, oh, and she's yeah. um, doesn't she work in the medical field? Like she's a she's yeah, a nurse she's or? a she's a nurse and she's also a lab technician. Oh, okay, yeah, so she always makes sure like I go to her if I have any questions, but the lack of well, I mean, dad, but I think he's just more worried. Mm. I mean, comes from, his, comes from a place of like him just, just being concerned. concerned. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot that can go wrong, you know, during any pregnancy or any birth. But the rest of the family have been very like, don't never have asked how I am. Never have spoken about it. Never congratulated. Never. There has never been conversations besides the very beginning where it was like, how can Matt let you do this? <laughs> yeah. I remember when you first told us all that you were thinking of doing it. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I was just like. Um, I just, I had, I just had questions. Like I wasn't being, it was your, I told you that I was like, it's your choice. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your body. I just said like, as long as you're doing it for the right reasons. And like, I asked, I wanted to know more about it. That's all. I was just like, oh, like, what does it entail? Kind of thing. Cause you're like my sister, I'm just like protective and I'm like asking questions and making sure like you're doing your due diligence and like not being impulsive me. Yeah. Not Exactly, because you can be impulsive. So I was just like Very. making sure you thought it out and weren't jumping on it right away. And we're going to take some time to think about it, which you did. And I was like, yeah, okay, like whatever, as long as like, you know, you, you did all that and like mm-hmm. you're doing it for the right reasons. And which obviously, I mean, how can you do it for the wrong reasons? But like, <laughs> there, there is no yeah, wrong yeah. reason. But yeah, um, you never know. No, but like, so I was, yeah, I was just like, I can't, I have no say. It's your body, your choice. Like, who am I to be like, to say anything negative about it? Yeah, but it's fair for any family member to be, share their concerns. Concerns. If they don't, then there's something wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's okay yeah. to have some concerns, but to not be supportive after that, after you like, yeah. talk about talk about it, then it's like that makes it kind of yeah. hard. That's when it's uneasy. It's like, can I like, can I talk about my pregnancy? It's it's still exciting to me, guys. Like, hello. Yeah, you're um, still you're still pregnant. Like, you're how you're 20 weeks, right? You said. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you're only halfway. So there's still a lot to go, right? Like. Yeah. So what's the, if you're allowed to say, like, what's the company that you're working with? Yeah, I'll definitely say it because, I mean, if they get, you know, shout out. Uh, okay. Road, yeah. They're Road to Baby. Um, They work with people like, um, in, it's usually all throughout the States and Canada. Okay. And they love us Canadians because our healthcare is free. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they don't have to. Okay. So if it wasn't free, they'd have to pay for that? 
yeah, they would have to pay for the medical bills every time you would go to an appointment, everything. So that's, that's a lot. Oh, so wow. yeah, so you're good. Uh, intended pa- uh, the intended parents, which is parents of the baby. Uh, yeah, they always like, yes, Canada. Canada. <laughs> oh, because it's less money for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so why? So the company is through the states. Yep. You said, right? So how come you're not going through a company in Canada? Is there some legalities there or like what? Canada laws are so strict when it comes to anything of your body, which I know like a lot of people don't even don't realize it until they go through something like this. There is like no IVF treatments either around. There is one in Moncton, which is like two hours away. Other than that, there's like nothing else. It takes like a year to get in. And that's like the only one in New Brunswick, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And to like they want your baby to still be in Canada. They don't want you to like they won't like allow the baby to be a citizen of this country. Like they have hmm. so many laws and rules against everything. And um is it did I hear right that like you can't if you're being a surrogate in Canada you can't be paid for it either or something like that? Yeah. Um so in the states you get paid like, you know, 50 to 70,000 per baby. Um where Canada you get reimbursed. So this is basically reimbursed of gas bills um missing time off work, stuff like that, that, you know, you're paying in, but you're getting back, um, but you can't get any actual payment. Because hmm. then it's like a payment for your body, which is like a... Okay, so how is it working right now through this company? How are you, like, what's the, the payment process like then? Yeah, so for the first bit, they reimburse you. So you show like all your receipts and your maps, where you're going and why you're going. And um, you get the, all like the medical stuff sent to them by your doctor and then they will help you to like in your third trimester uh reimburse you for housekeeping so just use it (laughs) massages um and healthy food they will always provide healthy food so but reimburse you always have to prove that you're spending to get it so it's not like a payment okay so you're not getting like weekly or monthly like payments for the food the healthy food they prefer monthly but if you're spending it and then showing the receipt that's fine too but usually they'll like they'll send you a monthly for your food because regardless you have to eat <laughs> but you said didn't you say you, you get like 50 60,000 so how does that work out to 50 60,000 no states does oh Canada it works out to like 30,000 that you're allowed but that's because of you know all the time you're missing off work all the the food um that you're eating the um, nothing what else um housekeeping the shoveling that you're reimbursed for daycare that you're if you need to miss anything, daycare, daycare expenses, mm-hmm. dog care expenses. So it does add up. Oh, and the cell phone because you're talking to the parents. Okay. So, so they do make things. it super fair. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, they make sure that you're trying to not be stressed as possible. So they separate it. Um, but you just have to, pr- so it's up to 30000 So you just give all your receipts. So uh, you can have like a $300 plane of something, you know, per month. So they set yeah. like a limit. Oh, okay. So how did it work? How does the process work once you like sign up with this company? Like how mm-hmm. did like, I guess like walk us through the process of like registering with this company up until like you got pregnant? Like how did it yeah. all work? So first like I did a lot of research of this company because it's, it's scary to choose a company because I hear a lot of bad things. Uh, people want to go independent too, which I would not recommend. I would always recommend having your own lawyer. Okay, save so yourself. You, you have a lawyer? I do. Yeah. With the agency, they provide you a lawyer. Oh, wow. Yeah. You need to save yourself. Um, If anything were to happen, especially to the parents, right? What happens if they passed away during this process? What happens if you have to get a hysterectomy after? There's a lot that can go wrong. They need to think of that you want to make sure you have legal there that 
is going to fight for you to get everything that makes sure there's nothing missing. Mm -hmm. Like Um, there's so many things you wouldn't think of that's in that contract. Same with like if the the family decided like, ah, actually, like we don't want the baby anymore, or if the baby's born and there's something wrong, and they're like, ah, we don't want it anymore. Like they're, I'm assuming these lawyers are ensuring that they're obligated to like keep yes to make sure that it's nothing's going to be on you, nothing at all. It's going to be that's their problem. That's good. Okay. Yeah, so I don't recommend going independent. Right. Uh, which I know a lot of people do. I recommend getting a really good agency. Um, they'll take care of everything for you. And so it's it's a lot stress-free. So mm-hmm. after that, they first make sure, well, they get like your profile. So here's all about me and why I want to do this. And they make sure that they give you so many assessments too of why you're doing this, what's going to benefit from you, what is like your biggest fears. And then that's when they match you. So when they match you, it's not like, hey, well, this is who you're going to now give, have a baby for. It's here's a profile before we even say anything about them. These people chose you. They like you. Here's all about them. Mm-hmm. We can meet them through Zoom. And if you like them, you can proceed. Okay. Um, and make sure that all your wants and needs. So make in that Zoom call, you're you're going to definitely want to ask a lot of questions and have a lot of questions prepared. So like, when are you guys expecting to be here prior to the birth? If you want to hold a baby, if you don't, make sure to also say that. If you want to have any sort of relationship, maybe just some pictures send afterwards, anything at all that you're wanting, make sure you do not like skip it. This is your time to make sure you have a parent that accepts all your needs Yeah. and wants, that's for sure. What were, uh, what were some of your needs and wants? Mine was I wanted them. I want the mom to be there during birth. Okay. So I um I was like, if it's one person, I want like I have to. I'm gonna have to decide between the husband, my husband, and the mom of the child. But I was like, that's the mom. Like she, yeah. she should be there, right? But a lot of people just want someone they know. But for me, and especially a lot of parents are like very uncomfortable with that. But I was like, mm. no, this is your child. You're gonna be there. Okay. Um. I don't want much of a relationship after, but I do want pictures of them growing up. Okay. Um, mine was pretty basic. I wasn't very like new stuff. I just yeah, like whatever you want. They're also the same. Like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Which is great. <laughs> yeah, that is great. Yeah, they're like, well, what makes you comfortable? Are you okay with this? How are you with this? It's okay if you're not. And I thought that was fantastic. So did you, the f- couple that you uh, had a Zoom call with, was that the first and only couple? Like, was that it? Like, one yep. and done? Okay. Yeah, I was lucky for that. I was kind of hoping for, like, a gay couple. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I really did. So I thought oh. it would just be fun, like a yeah. cool building relationship. Yeah. Uh, I just thought they'd be, like, awesome. But, no, the couple that I have is, there's. The mom is just lovely, so sweet, so caring. And I was just like, felt that right away with her. And so it was like a yes, yes on both of our parts. So that was cool. We just liked each other right away. And they are from where? Spain. So they live in Spain. Mm-hmm. And they're they're using a company through Canada and hired someone that lives in, they're, sorry, they're using a company that from the States and they hired someone through Canada. That's so crazy. Yeah. So they did have a first child from surrogacy that was from Spain. Like the agency was Spain. Spain, though, has um, a thing where you only allowed one, wow. one surrogate baby. Yeah. So they actually had to go elsewhere f- to find a company. Oh, that's so sad. It is. It pisses me off because who do you, who are you to say you can have, what, eight babies, but you can only have one surrogate baby? Oh, that doesn't make sense. That's not fair for those parents because there could be so, you don't, you, you have no idea what the reason is that they cannot have their own natural biological baby yeah like you know what i mean like there could be so many different factors and they probably tried everything and like everything years and years and years 
Oh, that's so yeah. sad. So, yeah, so I guess just continue from when you yeah. matched with this couple. So after you do match, you then have to go through a psychological clearance. So this is you meet with a psychiatrist and they're going to ask you everything. You're going to feel so nervous. You're gonna Where where's this? This is um through Zoom. But they're going to ask you like anything that a psychiatrist would like interrogate you for to see what's wrong with you. That's how they do. But they they need to. They need to make sure you're going to yeah. be okay. Mm -hmm. And they're not awful, like, oh, you have a mental illness, you're out. No. It's, are you managing? Do you have support? Or this couple, okay. it, it must be only this agency, because I hear a lot of times, if you have mental illness, they say no. So did you talk about anything about yourself, or? I did, because I didn't want, I didn't want to go into being a lie. Like, this is who I am, but this is how I'm dealing with it. Take me or leave me kind of thing. And so okay. I was really nervous about that. Yeah, um, for sure. I was just going to, that was that's something that I was going to ask later is like, um, pe I'm sure people who have like trauma or PTSD, some kind of mental health thing, like anxiety, depression, whatever, would be like, oh, well, I can't do it because they're going to use that against me. But for you, you're yep. saying that was not. Okay. And a lot of agencies, they might, they might use that against you, but mine have, mine's just wonderful. Yeah, they're really, it's like, well, there are people like, we're, females we've been through things that shouldn't just that shouldn't you're, you're human you like yeah. <laughs> it's it's okay the fact that you're you've always pushed yourself to make sure that you're okay especially being a mom and you have support what more do you want yeah and so be honest don't hide anything that's gonna you need to be honest because you got to make sure that you will actually be okay mm -hmm. and they, the company too they do provide you with therapist with group therapy to talk to others you know they will never leave you alone wow uh, they you can call them any time or day they're amazing like that too even if it's just their personal phone they'll always mm -hmm. pick up uh, so it's another reason why to go through an agency mm -hmm. um so after this, the psychological assessment which is very very thorough they'll deem me a fit or not fit and mm -hmm. they deem me fit and i was like oh my god seriously <laughs> but <laughs> like you, I'm all right, really. I thought I shouldn't even have my first. Like, are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like they know people have issues. That's just who well, we are. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This is the we're gonna provide you with a plan, though. If anything were to happen with you yeah, emotionally, yeah. so it's pretty cool that way. And then after that, you have to do a medical clearance. So this is making sure your body will actually work. Yeah. Um, making sure that you're not on any drugs, um, nicotine, um, alcohol test all your vitamin everything possible it's like a two-hour process of checking everything and where was this i went i flew to idaho for this and i okay. flew two days after i broke my arm so i had to go fly out of the country the first time with a cast mm, i remember that, that was, <laughs> yeah. i remember calling you and you're like i only have one hand i'm trying to carry my luggage and then... <laughs> yeah. all about because you were by yourself mm -hmm. and they the company paid for this trip yep Okay. But because I'm Canada, they only reimburse. Well, they paid for like the flights and the hotel and everything that first, of course, because no one has outright thousands of dollars. The food and all that stuff, um, Ubers and all that, you have to be reimbursed for okay. in Canada. But I was like, that's fair. So they always recommend you have like a little bit of a credit card or something like that, just in case. Right. Uh, then after that, the next day, flew right back here. And then you start your IVF treatment which is like two different types of needles, a lot of different pills. And this is where your support person comes in. Sorry, wait, do they, do they send you with all this stuff? They send it with Back all to of Canada? it. Back to Canada? Yeah. Okay. And everybody's okay. always scared, like, oh, they're going to stop me. But um, they have like all their paperwork of allowing it. They have all the doctor stuff on it. 
I had needles okay. and stuff, everything. I wasn't stopped. Yeah. But I'll okay, stop. So- but I'll stop with my cast. Yeah, they thought you had. <laughs> they thought Renee. They thought Renee might have had drugs in her cast because her cast was done so poorly. <laughs> I was like, "It's Canada. It's free healthcare. What do you want?" <laughs> but I can walk around with a bunch of needles. That's fine. I can't. Oh my god, that was so funny. I can just imagine you. <laughs> yeah, I saw too. Like uh, checking inside me, flashlights in the cast. Why well, is done so poorly then? <laughs> free healthcare, Canada. Like, Sorry, you don't get the best. <laughs> oh my god so okay. anyway okay so yeah so once you have to do the IVF treatments like what does that look like that is oh my goodness if you have a bad memory like I do you want to make sure you have all kinds of alarms alarms reminders everything going your support person to have all these same reminders and alarms because every couple of days it's going to be different dose different thing you're starting lots mm-hmm. of different pills lots of different needles if you're scared of needles it's either you get over it or you just you shouldn't do it because it's a lot of needles. Um, so what are what's in these needles or what are they what are you putting in your body basically? What So the main one was progesterone and then the other one I cannot forget his name, remember his <laughs> name, but it's basically so you're getting shot with hormones and then you're getting mm-hmm. your the other one is like to see you're testing your body to see if it's gonna work and take mm-hmm. so okay. it's like a trial. Okay. And then you, every week you have to go for blood work to see if your hormones are going up like it should. And if your uterus and everything is doing what it's supposed to, like tightening up uh, or loosen up or whatever for that inflation of the embryo. Okay. So it's like a good month, I think it was, of constant needles every day and pills every day. Yeah, and this is when you do want, you know, your husband to be awesome because there's like one in the butt that's really hard to get. So <laughs> it's, oh, no. Yeah, and I couldn't really turn my wrist, so I definitely couldn't do that one. So, yeah, yeah. Really, only one hand, and then yeah. Plus, it's hard to like give yourself pain. Yeah, you know? I can't imagine trying to stick a needle in my butt. Like, what? No. Yeah, I could do it in my belly. That was fine, but my butt, I had such a hard time. I was like, I can't <laughs> do this to my booty. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a lot, and then after that month or so, you make sure to plan. You stop everything. Make sure you get your period. And then, yeah, they time everything to you. Work with the nurses and they see what, exactly when your periods are going to be. They make sure these injections are making your periods super, like, they're going to be able to time it. Okay. So that when you're going to ovulate and stuff, you mean? Yeah. They want to know. Okay. They want to make sure they know all of it. Uh, so then when you do go for that um, embryo implantation. Which you obviously, right you go back to the States for this. Yeah. I went back to Idaho for this. Um, th- but this time you're allowed a support person. They pay for that too because they recommend you just relax for the next for that day. So you don't they don't want you to drive or anything like that, which I don't understand. It was like a 10 second process, but I was like, cool, <laughs> free trip. Wow. Let's go. <laughs> they made it sound like it was gonna take hours too. They're like, plan your day like six hours, you know, just in case. It was like so quick. Yeah. So you went there, and th- so the family's not present to any of this stuff. I'm assuming, right? They're just Unfortunately they're in not, Spain. Yeah, they yeah. are too far. So what I did, um, I made sure to videotape it the whole time. Okay. Uh, we took a bunch of pictures and we even took a bunch of pictures like on the plane and going there. And that way you're making it exciting for them too, that, you know, it's oh, yeah. time, right? So the whole time Matt was taking a picture of everything I was doing. To the airport, walk into the plane, walk into the hotel. Like Really? Yeah. Do you still do that now? Like you're still like videoing or video chatting at your appointments and everything? Like All the time. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So. Um, Sorry, backtracking. 
So this embryo, I guess for people who don't realize what that is, can you explain what? I'll do my best because I always feel <laughs> stupid when I do. Okay. Because to me, it's like mind blowing. Every time I talk about it, it's like, it's so cool. So when you do go, it's the embryo is basically, it's called like a five day blaster, blasted, something like that. When they implant it into you, it's like you're two and a half weeks pregnant right away. It's crazy to me. They grow this embryo. It's almost like, you know, a hen on its babies. And it's like, you know, getting <laughs> warm and growing. <laughs> they do so, that like a science. So they create, um, you know, the sperm donation or the dad's sperm. They take the eggs, the frozen eggs that the mom had or um, donated eggs. They create a bunch of different um, embryos. The parents can either choose the sex of the baby or just the strongest one, which is crazy. But, so crazy. Yeah, imagine, like, I, I don't want a boy. Give me a boy. Wow. But uh, these parents were like, you know, we don't care. We just want to make sure it has the best chance of succeeding. So we got the strongest little guy. You knew it was going to be a boy before they put it in you? or? Um, yes, or? before. So after they do the mixing of all of it, um, like I, always like, I always think they're, like, whisking it. Like, in my head, I'm like, they're creating scrambled eggs. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I think it is. I'm just like, yeah. Just stirring it. Yeah, just stirring it together. Come on, guys. <laughs> but they somehow in a size lab, it creates. <laughs> yeah, which is Evolution. so it's so amazing, though. Like, it just I know, blows they just, my mind. They create a baby using science. Like, what? No bodies? They knew it was going to be a male. Yeah. Like, so they do all this genetic testing. So all the genetic testing you can do. So they can see if it's going to have any um, disabilities and anything that could possibly, you know, we wow. would only find out what in our like 20 some week yeah. checkups yeah you find that all out right there and there wow um, as well as the gender so crazy well, i should say sex yeah sex. um yeah so they find out everything it's insane so then they plant it to you so they basically it's like this thin very thin you don't feel it i was so scared because i was like it's like long okay. <laughs> they're shoving in you in my yeah. head they're shoving a needle in me i don't know but um, yeah, I was like, baby's going in my tummy, right? I was like, oh my god, I'm like five. But so they take this the embryo and they show you the embryo in a picture of what it looks like. So you're like, whoa, how'd you do that? Wait, sorry, uh, did they put this needle in your vagina? It's um, yeah, it's like a weird. It's really long and thin, and it has the embryo inside the end of it. And it's almost like. <laughs> just like thinking of like you know when you give like your baby medicine through like the syringe i'm just thinking of like a syringe that they're like putting it in your vagina <laughs> or something I don't know. right but it's like a needle but tiny syringe but needle um okay. so they shove it in you like almost like a catheter oh god yeah but you don't feel it i thought it was they don't feel it and you're watching the ultrasound as this is happening so you're seeing mm -hmm. everything right mm -hmm. and so that way you can videotape like hey your baby's being made right <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how babies are born, guys. This is how it is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and so you actually watch when they inject it and they get into the right place in your uterus, they haul it out, and all of a sudden you see this little tiny thing, like you see it. Oh, little tiny so thing in your uterus. Crazy. There's nothing there, and all of a sudden there's something there. What I'm the pregnant. heck? <laughs> yeah. Just like that guy. So I'm praying they're like, you know, most people like, as you know, might want wait like two weeks, you know? Yeah. Like, no, I'm already two and a half weeks. <laughs> That's so well. Like so, how do they know it? It works though. They ask you to do a. You go for a blood test two weeks after. Uh, you can always take yourself uh, at home urine test if you want. If you're just like excited, don't tell the parents. You want to make sure it's a for sure. Yeah. So they get your blood test if your hormones. Uh, they make sure you get two actually. 
the next week and then the week after and you do a bunch to make sure your levels keep going up. Mm. And if it has doubled, I think like after two weeks, then it's, you're for sure pregnant. Okay. Is there, it was, so a, a it chance, was a process. <laughs> I was going to say, so there's a chance of it like not working, I'm assuming like. Yeah. There's a huge chance of the first time to not work, especially if the parents choose a gender and not just, sorry, sex and not the strongest one. Uh, as well as if you, you want to make sure all your pills, your needles, everything are exact time completely. Oh yeah. Not like 30 minutes behind. You're on time. You want to give it the best shot. You want to make sure there's, you got to refrain from alcohol. You got to refrain from a lot of things before and after to give it to the best shot. I think it's like they say it's a 40% chance of success. Sometimes if you use the strongest one, it's 60. Okay. Which is scary, but it's this is also if you're not following everything, right? Wow. But yeah, so they say it's rare for your first time to take, but if you're doing everything right on time, you're relaxing, mm. you know, you're you're doing awesome, you have a really good chance. And uh, sometimes it's almost like your uterus rejects it. <laughs> it's like, what is this doing in here? Get, yeah, why, yeah, how did yeah, this happen? Yeah. But if so, you're doing everything on time, your body's preparing to become pregnant. Right, right, right. So then, like, obviously for you, it, it worked so worked so happy it did i didn't not want to go back to idaho and do it all again oh oof no kidding i mean even though like you're being reimbursed for everything it's still taking time out of you know work and away yeah, from your and daughter those four and... different flights oh my god i was just like i don't want to do that yeah. yeah that's good then you're lucky and they're lucky that it worked very and... Yeah, they were so nervous the whole time. They're like, we don't want to get excited. We're really nervous. And, you know, and we Aww. still talk all the time. And Yeah. Um, what's your relationship like with this family, like the parents? I don't talk to the dad too often. Um, but me and the mom, like, we talk almost every day. Oh, yeah. So video chat or texting or what? what? Um, for appointments, we video chat. And then other than that, we text because she's Spanish. <laughs> so okay. it's... For texting and stuff, it's a lot easier because that way we can translate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all your appointments are like going to be now in Canada. Like you don't have to go back. That's right. Exactly. And where, everybody's, yeah. everybody's like, where do you give birth? Do you have to go to Spain? That's my <laughs> question. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Is like, where, where are you giving birth? So because you're a surrogate and you're like the treasure to these people, you give birth where you want. So if you're getting birth right at your hospital, that's exactly what you're going to do. You're pregnant. You're going through the labor. You're not going to go traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you give birth in Canada. But because it is a surrogacy thing and you sign contracts and there's the legal taking care of things, the baby will not be a can of citizenship. It's either it will be an automatic dual dual citizenship or automatic just being. Okay. They want to make sure all the process is smooth and done so there's no, like, craziness after. Okay, so where are you? Do you know where you're giving birth? Yeah, I'm going. I want to go to Waterville. They said if everything goes well, I can go to Waterville because I do not want to go to Fredericton. <laughs> yeah, because how far is Waterville for you? Um, It's like the same distance as Fredericton. Just Waterville is very, it's a quiet hospital. Okay. It's not hectic. Not hectic like Fredericton, yeah. Yeah, so they have a lot of time to take care of you. Okay, well, that's good. Hopefully you don't have to go to Fredericton because I haven't been hearing good things yeah. about yeah, I, I, I said I don't want to go to Fredericton. And the hospital was like, oh, don't even get me started with Fredericton. I was like, okay. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> so the parents come three weeks before you give birth, just in case you go early. Early, because this is also your second time giving birth. So mm-hmm. They stay at a hotel. When you give birth, you have your own room, and they have their own room. 
Um, so the process of the afterbirth, that's totally up to the relationship you guys have already um, discussed of your wants and stuff. But yeah, so you're all good for that. Um, they're going to have their own parental ward, just like any other mom that gave birth had. Are they going to have a lawyer with them or is it just like all, this is all over the phone with the lawyers and, and stuff in the agency? Like is anyone present or is it just the parents? Their own lawyer was in their own area, I think. If not, it was just over the phone with um But like when you're giving birth, I mean, does oh. anyone else travel with them or is it just them? It's just them. Oh, okay. If there was any problems, then they could call. Um, yeah. But I mean, I could get in trouble because I've signed also. Yeah. So you have to follow yeah. the co yeah the contract. Okay, let's go that you. Like, they want to make sure that. everything is done before because birth is hectic as it is. You want to make sure you everything yes. is done. So what about like in terms of your birth, like with like your decision, like your how much decision making do you have in terms of like what kind of birth you want? If you want an epidural, if you don't, if you want a C section, if you want that, like what kind of? Yeah. So these are things you should also you're also supposed to discuss before you choose a match. Because if you don't think of these things and you have this whole plan of like, I want drugs, I'm in pain, and they can be like, nope, that's my baby, right? Because, they are, because they've already like established that or something? or you Yeah, mean? so mm -hmm. I went, if I want the epidural, I want the epidural. If I want, if I end up choosing a C-section because it's harmful to me, that's what I'm going to do. But if it's going to affect their baby, like um, if C-section will be fine for me and hurt their baby, they can have a say in that. Um, okay. But everything else, if it comes to my body and my health, that's my choice. Um, the drugs and stuff, that could be all numb, but you need to establish that and put that in the contract. I put in the contract, if I, I want epidural, I'm getting it. Oh, okay. So that was, I was just going to say, like, did you make sure that's all in the contract? That, yeah, like, that is all yeah. in the contract of how I want my birth to go. And if this happened, if that happened, scenarios. Oh, really? Okay, mm -hmm. so you were, you were thorough with it. That's good because th actually this is stuff I didn't know that I didn't even think about asking before. I was like, I was when I was thinking about this today, I was like, oh yeah, I wonder like if she has a say in having like an epidural or Pitocin or any of those drugs yeah. and you know, all that stuff or if you have to like, if it has to be natural, you know what I mean? Like I was like. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of times like intended parents would be like, no, natural, right? But yeah, I wasn't choosing someone that yeah, was I mean, not going to allow it's, me to have that. I was just going to say, it's your body. You're going through yeah. all this pain, like, to give them a baby. So, it, yeah, you should have, like, a lot of the say in terms of, like, the birth, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, your your plan is to do epidural and have yeah. a natural birth, like, not to do a C-section, but obviously C-section if needed. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so, I was reading, especially um, pregnancy with IVF. It can, there's a lot of high risk with it. So, I always was thinking C-section, C-section. But I'd rather take the eat like the more safe route of vaginal. Yeah. You always want to do like whatever's best for like for you and baby, right? The safest. Yeah. And, yeah, for sure. Because I do not wanna if I don't want to be in pain, I'm not going to pain. <laughs> and yeah, you already went through one birth and you know that yeah. epidural will helped a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You still felt some of it. I was there for, for that. So yeah. yeah. I know that you felt a lot of it. Yeah. So there's I, no way I'd go in that natural. <laughs> no, I can't imagine you doing a natural birth. Oh my god, I wouldn't want to see that. No, drugs, 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 please. <laughs> so what happens um after you deliver then? What did you guys establish? Like, are you gonna hold the baby or is it just like they take the baby and that's it? Like what's that gonna look like? So this I had a lot of trouble with because I didn't know what I wanted. So we basically put in the contract that I get to decide at the time. 
Yeah, because it's like, uh, how do you know? Like, you're not going to know, I feel like, until the baby's I'm not, there. I can't say I'm going to want it, right? I do not want it, right? I don't know how I'm going to feel. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an emotional process, but, like, you have to put in such a mindset that it's not your baby. It's not. You're a carrier. I think I will. Like, he's my bump buddy, you know? We, mm-hmm. we best friend. We chilling together. <laughs> so I feel like I will want to, like, just meet him and be like, ha! You know? I kept you safe for this long, but... He was your mom, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know what would be harder, to not hold the baby or to hold the baby. It's yeah. Like, I feel like I regret know. more if I didn't. Oh, 100%. So, regardless, even if it'll be hard, I definitely, I'm, I feel like I will want to hold the baby. And the parents actually were like, what are your kids like when they're at the hospital? Are they going to want to hold the baby? We would love to get pictures with them in the baby. And, like, they're really? very inclusive. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome that you have, like, such a family that's so open Big time. I know. To, like, I'm very thankful for that. To what you want because, I mean, at the end of it, they're the ones paying for this, right? Like, it's all their... I know. They could have so much more save. Like, nope. But, no, they're wow. so inclusive. They're so sweet. Yeah. So, have you um, have you been, like, connecting with this, this baby at all? Like, do you feel any kind of connection yet or... Not in any, like, emotional, like, that's my baby. Oh, no, what am I going to do without you? Or, like, mm. no sadness. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's more like, this is this is my best friend. I'm keeping you safe, you know? Or, like, I don't know a lot of people, like, foster parents or something like that. You know, when you're just in your head, it's like a, you're temporary giving this person a safe place, you know, pets or, you know, something like that. You got to keep that in your head, but. Is that I something thought, that you, you had to do on your own or do they give you any kind of like therapy or any kind of like uh, webinars or something on how to like. They send you all uh, of it in case you're wanting it, but it's just hasn't been hard emotionally for me, which I'm very thankful. It's just been like it, since day one, my head is like, this isn't my baby. I'm happiest now. I don't want to deal with like <laughs> no nights. Um, I don't want to keep, keep this one. No, like it's just like this is my buddy right now. Well, it's good that you've established that already, you know, like, have you thought about once you give birth, like, I'm sure some people are like, oh my God, like, are you, aren't you afraid of like giving it away? Like, how can you do that? You've carried this baby. Like, have you had any thoughts of that, of how hard it's going to be or? Yeah, exactly. And I get that a lot. It's like, oh, wow, I wouldn't be able to do that. Just give a baby away or have your baby. This is not anything. It's no DNA. It's, it's not, a, it's not a thing to me. I'm, it's basically babysitting. That's what I'm doing. I'm literally babysitting. I'm taking yeah. care of. I have a child until the parents are done work, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? They like, come I, pick the baby up and I'm getting yeah, paid for it. So it's yeah, like, like I'm his babysitter. That's basically what it is. Or I'm like nanny right now. Parents on a trip. <laughs> so when I do like give the baby, it's like, no, I'm not giving it away. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I finally get to hand back the baby to the parents. Like, I am so excited for that. Oh, I, it takes a, a different, I like, guess, special kind of person to, to do that too. Like, I feel like, you have to be kind of selfless in a way to like, you know what I mean? To be, to make a baby. I mean, you're not, it's not yours, but like you're baking it, you're creating it. And then you're giving Uh this life to someone else. Like you're going through all of the tough work, your body for your body and everything. And because we know postpartum is not easy, like Uh the after, aftercare and pain and all that stuff and the pain of birth. So it's like to do that for someone else who like. But luckily that pain goes away where these people who have had all these, emotional pains of never being able to have a kid yeah um, going through the fact that they aren't even being the ones to carry this kid right i can take a little bit of pain for that yeah so i think i already asked this before so like once a baby is born they have like total obligation to keep the baby right it's not like yeah okay. yeah yep. they would back out 
No, if there was anything, that baby would then go to a foster parent if something happened. That is their baby. Okay, so they're legally obligated. Like, say yeah. something happened, then this baby is... I have zero like, rights to the baby, to zero rights to even know what happens after if it was going up for like for foster parents or whatever, if something were to happen. Oh, that would be and so they would, horrible. And they would get charged, though, as well. Okay, so like, say they were like, ah, actually, we don't want that baby. That baby looks like they it can't. has X and Y, Z. Okay, so they're, yeah. Yeah, they're not allowed. They would get, like, charged for that. They can't. This is their baby. It'd be like you, you giving birth to your child and just, like. And saying, I don't want it. Yeah. Same well, thing. especially because like you're you're going through all these legalities in a contract of like making this baby and creating it and all that stuff, and then like you mm -hmm. know, so yeah, if I was gonna have a baby and say, oh, actually, I don't want it, you know, then essentially they would be calling like me, <laughs> child protection. Yeah, they would probably have to inter intervene and all yep. that stuff. So that would be that'd be kind of crazy. And <laughs> the biggest thing to keep in your head too is, you know, a lot of people's like I'm creating life. No, I'm help growing it. I'm developing it but i never created it mm. um there's no dna in me even the, the science people are really the created right um <laughs> yeah i'm just helping it keep growing yeah that's true that's a good way of putting it like you yes you're you're i guess in a way your body is like the vessel like, yeah your body is the vessel for this baby like this baby was created by science and dna from like these people and you're baking it for them and Exactly. You're, bring, you're gonna bring it into the world for them, yeah. I guess in a way, which is beautiful. But yeah, it's not yours. It's like it's just uh, not. It's not even part of you, really. In a way, it's like it's not. Yeah, it has it's, nothing. You're you're just a carrier. Do you know if this baby is hundred percent theirs? Like if it's her egg and his sperm, or um, it's her eggs and his uh, and a sperm donor. Okay, so mm -hmm. you know you knew all that. Wow. Yep. You literally know everything. Where have they been the last six months? Everything. <laughs> so you want to shout out the company name again? So people, people. Forgot. Yeah. Road, road to baby. Road to baby. Yeah. And it's through. I United know their States. main facilities in Idaho and San Diego. Okay. Wow. But they work all over. They're incredible people. What about, because I'm worried about this for you. What about like postpartum? Um, <laughs> are you yep. worried about. Because you're going to be dealing with your body going back to like, like changing, like your stomach uh -huh. and all that, you know, deflating. And then you're you're going to be healing physically. And you may face some challenges with postpartum mental health. Like, are you um, worried about that? Yeah. So the biggest thing too, right, is women going through all this, but like they got a child out of it where, you know, it's like you're going through all this and you're going home empty handed out of it. Yeah. Um, so you got to prepare for yourself for that. And that is something me and my husband talk about all the time. I share all my concerns of what happens if I'm, like, super upset after, um, if I'm, like, lonely, heartbroken, like, all my concerns, you know. Um, but the thing is, too, to make sure that you are speaking with other surrogate people. Like uh, support groups? or Yeah. And Rhoda Baby has her own that I'm in. And that way, at least, like, you still have some contact to people that are going through what you're going through. Yeah. Make sure that... You know, just keep some memories around, you know, like pictures of the ultrasounds and all this, all that. Don't pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Love that it happened. And have a celebration after. That's a good way of putting it. Because, like, you don't get, like, you don't get, like, a baby shower. You don't get, no. like, nothing is, there's no trace of this baby after besides your physical. Yeah. 
And like, I think do like a once you're done healing and stuff. I think you just you should have a little celebration with your family of like you created you created helped create a family. You were a part of mm-hmm. creating a family or completing a family. Um, have some sort of celebration to make a nice closure to it. Yeah, because it's like yeah, it's gonna be the end of like yeah. a, a journey for you, and it's gonna be. I'm sure it's going to be a difficult thing to process. Yeah, and I can't be like, well, I know exactly how I'm going to feel after because I don't. Um, no. So you just want to make sure you have a plan in place, which um, I do. Like, I have the therapies all lined up. I have group supports. I'm very open about my concerns with Matt. And uh, I want to make sure that, like, you just, I'm not going to pretend it didn't happen. I'm going to talk about it if I need more. I just can't imagine, like, not being hard. It's going to be hard being, you know, you just... Go from a big belly bump to like a baby being with you to just going home and like yeah. Does the com does the company follow you after? Do they provide any sort of like therapy? Like Mm -hmm. what? Like are you are you paying out of pocket yourself or is it them paying? They provide. They've already prepaid everything for postpartum therapy, postpartum um, mother groups, postpartum dates, follow ups. Um, I think it's like to six to eight weeks till six to eight weeks after is the main like it's going to continue. They allow you. you. Yeah. Okay. Constantly. Yeah. Make sure you're okay. And make sure you yeah, get everything you need. It's like that's was my fear is that you have this baby and then 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 that's it. It's like that that is not it. Like there's so much after. Like it's even in normal pregnancies and normal birth without this whole surrogacy thing. It's just bizarre that like we have like maybe like one visit after to see a doctor and they look at our vagina and ask how we're healing and ask questions and then that's it. It's all about the baby after. Like we don't get any uh-huh. follow up, right? Like in a normal pregnancy whatever so i'm just i'm glad that you're gonna be not like left to just be like okay now what like after like at least they're gonna follow you for a little bit yeah and that's another reason why i think anybody should go with an agency and not independent because you want to make sure there's so many things that i'm not going to be able to think of but they're going to have all lined up for me yeah and because like um we've talked about it before like you definitely dealt with postpartum depression and that's a big thing that i've been talking about Matt. like i had it so bad before what if i have it just as bad this time Especially um, with no baby around. Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe it'll be easier because you don't have a baby to care for yeah, and to keep so you I, I up won't all be night. Deprived. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. So maybe it will be a little bit easier in the sense of like you're not having to completely like put all your needs into this baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I think but, you just won't feel as special as you did. Like, you feel awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm doing this for someone. And like now it's like nothing. <laughs> but yeah. So no matter what, like you may be like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I might get ba- have a baby and like still get to sleep. But make sure you have everything lined up just in case. Yeah. It's good that you're like prepared for it. And that was like something, yeah, that I was thinking about is because you already have like, you know, trauma and um, you deal with like PTSD and you have, mm-hmm. you know, mental health struggles and stuff like that is you're definitely more prone to postpartum and it's just good that they're not just going to leave you to kind of like deal with the after aftermath because like physically you're going to be feeling, you know, everything after and possibly mentally. So mm-hmm. just like it's good that you're aware of it already and like yeah, pre- and prepared. You- you really got to be, you can't be naive to how you're going to feel because you can never predict. So you just got to make sure you have everything lined up in case. No, there's there's no telling no. at all how you're going to feel. So uh, what about like work? Are you, they're already aware that like what's going on and that you need maybe some time off after or what are you going to do there? Yeah, well, I mean, they can't deny me if I need time off, I need time off, right? But um, the, the agency makes sure they reimburse you for all the time you miss. Like just because like you're gonna be obviously going and giving birth and who knows what can happen during birth and then like mm-hmm. after in terms of like healing or like say if you have a c-section you're gonna need so many 
Yeah, they pay. Um, it's usually like six to eight weeks after. Okay, six to eight weeks of what therapy or follow up? You mean? Uh, they being off work. They pay for your. Oh, screen. being off work. Okay, if you need that long, you mean? Yeah, well, they no matter what, they pay six weeks. Oh, that's the minimum six weeks, and then um, if you need more, if something went like wrong, then they'll pay additional. Okay, so. After this, like, say if you wanted to be a surrogate again, like, mm-hmm. you'd pr- you probably would just, like, call the company and you probably wouldn't have to go through all that process again? Like, or do you think you have to go through the whole thing again? All the testing? You would and the- still have to go through it again because so much can happen after your journey. Um, It could have maybe yeah. screwed you up a bit, right? Mm, postpartum can mess you up, that's for sure. Yeah. Your body could also... I mean, your body goes through so much when it's having craning baby, when it's giving birth after, right? So you're going to have to redo everything because everything can yeah. change. So how has your pregnancy been so far? I don't know if it's because it's a boy or if it's because it's Spanish <laughs> or because of it's IVF. But like with Ava, I was just constantly puking. I never puked like I think maybe one time. Oh, really? I puked the whole pregnancy. Yeah. But I've gained weight like quicker this time. I've also like felt the baby earlier this time, which is nice because it's like a reminder you are pregnant, even though no one's talking about you. <laughs> oh, so you right? felt like those little, those little flutters and kicks early and stuff, you mean? Mm-hmm. Are they super like heavy on you being like really healthy, like eating a certain diet and exercising and like i don't know all that that's stuff, what i was or... so worried about maybe it's because like it's not their first child i feel like if you're a first time surrogate try and get a parent that this is their second time surrogate <laughs> see it kind of goes together because like they're not as protective so i was scared about like if they were going to be like on me with that but no they just said as long you know you can try to eat as best as you can but i mean we get it food's expensive you have kids you're tired you know try and you know take some walks here and there but it's we can't force you to do anything. Um, we know it's, we can't imagine what it's like. Um, mm-hmm. They're not strict at all. They never okay. ask for anything. Well, that's good. So you've, so far you felt okay in terms of like, phys- like health wise and. Yeah. And oh. when you're a surrogacy constantly, like you're checked up more than normal. Like how, like, how yeah. How often do you have uh, appointments or checkups or whatever? Yeah. Um. So. You have appointments like every two weeks, but the agency will contact you constantly. Like if any symptoms, they get you another appointment. Every time you go for an appointment, you always get an ultrasound. Okay. And everything is sent everything is sent to them right away from you or from the hospital? From the hospital, so you don't have to deal with that. Oh, okay. Well that's good. Yeah. But you always get which is cool, you always get the ultrasound, so you always gotta see what's up. But because you are like, you know, it's an important pregnancy. The intended parents aren't there. So they always make sure you get to always see the ultrasound and hear its heartbeat. So when is your due date? September 21st. All right. So you have how many more months to go then? I'm exactly halfway. Four? Four months? Wait, <laughs> four or five, four and a half months-ish? Something like that. I never know in months. <laughs> but I'm halfway. That's all I know. All right. Is there, um, I think that's all the questions. I'm trying to think of anything else I have to ask, but I think that's all the questions I have. Is there anything like that you feel is important for people out there to know about this, about surrogacy? Or- yeah. Um, there's always a lot of concerns, especially people are scared to go through things and know it's like, why would I risk this for not my baby? Right. But yeah. What's more amazing than risking something for, you know, giving someone a family that they can never ever have? without it yeah like you said like the fact that our bodies are able to do that yeah you know and not everyone has a body you know that can create or not create but carry well create and carry a baby the fact Mm -hmm. that um you're able to it's it's just good that you're you know that you're you're aware of that and you're using it yeah um for it's good and all that stuff and like for somebody else and 
because like you said you don't want any more children so yeah make sure you are in, are in that mindset uh, make sure you're always outspoken about it and if you are thinking about it make sure that you are talking to your partner about it mm. they need to be supportive because you you're gonna need them the whole, you know throughout it and make sure I your mean, family like don't be shy about it you need to be open 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 I was just going to say, like, yeah, it's good to be open about it because some people may not have a partner. They may just be like a single person and wanting to do this. Mm-hmm. And not, they, they may not have that support like you do. So trying to find that support out there is important. So that's good that you said, like you mentioned that there's support groups and stuff like that. So if someone, yeah, is wanting to do it, but doesn't have any support at all. Yeah, because because you're doing it and you feel, you're feeling all the pregnancy, like a normal pregnancy, right? Mm. So you're, you're excited just as if it was any other pregnancy where nobody else is. Make sure you have people around you that are just excited with you because otherwise you are going to feel pretty down. Mm, yeah. It's like, do you forget sometimes that, it, that it's not yours? Like sometimes are you like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant or is it like... Sometimes I forget I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do that a lot. I do that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go left to bed. Yeah, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got to be careful. Yeah, but I always never, I never forget that's not mine because I always call him my bump buddy. Yeah, so it's good that you've already like come to terms with that. Was anything you want to end on, like any kind of advice or it's anything important you want to add? There's a lot to it. Um, there's always gonna be like a judgmental stigma to it, unfortunately. But it's it's the most amazing thing you can do. And if you don't think you can do it, don't. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, don't even put yourself through that. I guess. No. Well, I appreciate you. Oh my God, I can't even talk. I appreciate you being open about it and sharing like your story and whatnot. It's going to be helpful for people out there who have curiosities about it or maybe some kind of judgments. You know, maybe this will educate them on it. And um, yeah, maybe there's some people out there who are considering being a surrogate or using a, using a surrogate. So all of this, I, I hope, will be like useful for them. Because, like, you're going through it, so... And you've been having... I'm assuming you've been having, like, a positive experience so far. Yeah, you gotta be positive about it, positive with it, and just keep the positivity around you and just laugh at the negativity. That's all I can do. Or just educate. I love when people ask me questions. Yeah. No, it's it's important because that's... How else do you learn and grow without, like, asking questions and educating and doing research and, like, all that stuff, right? Yep. And you may get questions that may offend you. You just can't be offended ever. (laughs) I, I, I love when, like, people, like, ask me the silliest questions. I'm just like, no, it's fine. Like, please do. Like, I love, like, talking about it in the process and you know, helping people understand it. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, uh, again, thank you for sharing and joining us. Uh, Thank you everyone who listened. And if you have any other questions about Renee's journey or about the company or surrogacy, you can reach out to myself and I can like connect you with Renee. I'm just like talking on your behalf, Renee, but I'm sure that (laughs) I'm assuming that's okay. Uh, Yes, that's completely fine. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say I'm talking. I'm just like saying it's okay. But like, that's fine. I love talking about it. I love helping others decide upon it. Yeah. I'm assuming you're you're open about it and would want to help other people. So. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's all for for this episode, guys. Thank you. And that's all for this episode of Mamas with Trauma and Unpopular Opinions. Thank you for listening. Find us here again next week at 6 p.m. on Apple Music or Spotify. And be sure to be following our social media pages on Instagram at Mamas with Trauma Podcast and on Facebook at Mamas with Trauma and Unpopular Opinions. Thank you.